Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 64 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We are still making our way through the tourist trap adventure in the back of the book, and here's the story so far. Our heroes went to Barcelona for a tournament, but before it could start, an important diplomat named Antonio Baracci was kidnapped by Spanish ninja. The tournament was canceled, but the characters got a lead from a dubious stranger named Miguel that there was another tournament that they, of course, wouldn't have heard of scheduled for 3 a.m. or whenever you can make it at an all-night Spanish restaurant in the Red Light District, which to me does not sound like a great dining experience, but maybe you have to be a Spanish lowlife. I don't know. Upon making their way to the restaurant, like the absolute hapless marks they are, probably losing their wallets and getting gonorrhea on the way, the Street Fighters make it to the bar where they are challenged by Dulcinea, a Spanish ninja in a sexy matador outfit who fights them one at a time until she starts to lose, at which point the ambush is sprung, ninjas jump out of the crowd. Fortunately, everyone in the crowd is an absolute scumbag, and so they all just sit and watch the action as the ninjas attempt to beat up the player characters. We rejoin the action when our heroes either defeat or are defeated by the ninjas. And the first thing on this page is a description of what happens if the player characters win. This bit actually begins on the previous page. Quote, If the characters interrogate Miguel, Dulcinea, or one of the ninja, they must make an appropriate interrogation or intimidation role. It goes on to say that, quote, Any of the villains can tell the characters that Barachi is being held in a village to the north called Santa Toro, because there is one thing in Spain and it's bulls. Quote, Additionally, Miguel has a business card in his wallet for a toy store in Santa Toro, which might tip the characters off. The text goes on to say that if the team's manager is around, they'll advise the characters not to get the police involved with this, not to hang around for questioning, because if they do, they'll lose valuable time in rescuing Barachi, which I guess is the character's main concern at this point, or at least it better be, because if not, this whole plot really falls apart. The thing is, the manager, if there is one, is giving good advice. Quote, if the characters do want to involve the police, they are taken and held for questioning over the next 12 hours. Barachi will be in Mariganka by then. See below. There's no way for the player characters to know this, but they're actually on a pretty tight timeline. It's a little after 3 a.m. now, within the fiction. The diplomat's already been kidnapped. By 3 o'clock in the afternoon, he will not only be long gone from Spain, but already in Mariganka under lock and key or cryogenically frozen, or dangling over an acid pit. You know, standard Mregonkin accommodations. If the Street Fighters are highly motivated to get him back, then I think, despite not knowing that they're on such a tight timeline, they're going to want to move as fast as they can. But they've also got other things to worry about. Keep in mind, our heroes here didn't necessarily intervene in the kidnapping back at the arena, right? Maybe they saw a fight start in the crowd and they thought, whatever, we're all packed in here shoulder to shoulder, people are getting impatient, Many of us are street fighters. It's not unexpected somebody would start throwing dragon punches. And then eventually they realized that, oh, this is not a street fighter thing. This is like a VIP is being kidnapped. I don't think a team of street fighters preparing for a tournament would necessarily think, hey, let's go give chase on foot and try to get this diplomat back. And even if they didn't do that, even if they didn't lift a finger to help, then after the tournament gets canceled, this guy Miguel shows up to invite them to the restaurant where Vega has ninjas jumped them, I guess, just in case they start to care about this guy that he's kidnapped. In that scenario, I mean, maybe our heroes care about Barachi, but I think they're probably more concerned about the fact that they are being hunted apparently for sport by ninjas. You might want to talk to the cops about that, or you might want to kind of 
gather your thoughts, make some plans, kind of hunker down for a minute, do a little investigation, find out, you know, why they're after you. There are a lot of moves you might make before or instead of immediately rushing off after Barachi. And if you take a few hours to do that, or if you, for example, decide to sleep in a secure location before you go out and have another adventure, if you're used to D&D and you think, you know, we've fought a lot of evil already, let's have a nap before we fight more evil. I mean, you put in eight hours of sleep, I think Barachi is already gone. So this scenario relies heavily upon the Street Fighters putting everything else aside and just running full speed to rescue this diplomat, whom they have no reason to care about except for a general concern for geopolitics, I guess, which is probably barely enough to get a Street Fighter to act on something like this at all, probably not enough to get them to act in an extreme hurry, which is what the scenario calls for. Speaking of which, what happens if the Street Fighters lose here? As they very well may. I mean, Dulcinea softens them up in a series of street fights, then they're jumped by ninjas. Everything is against them here. Quote, If the characters are defeated and successfully captured, they will be bound and gagged and taken to the training camp. Go to scene four. So unfortunately, I have to drop a couple of minor spoilers on you here to explain the secret of Shadaloo that we've stumbled onto. This training camp is where the tail end of the adventure takes place. It's in Santa Toro. It's well outside of Barcelona. And it is where Antonio Baracci is being held in preparation to be transported to Merganca. So on the surface, Shadaloo's plan here is very perplexing. We have to accept the sort of spy movie trope of the villain capturing the hero and then taking them to the secret base. But this is an egregious example of that. In the likely scenario that these street fighters made no attempt or only a token attempt to pursue the kidnappers at the arena, what's happened here is that Vega has essentially cold called these street fighters to beat them up to dissuade them from looking for Barachi. Like Vega got away with this kidnapping absolutely scot-free. Nobody has a clue or a lead to go on. Then out of nowhere, while the Street Fighters are going back to the hotel, like, that was weird. I guess we better go sleep for eight hours. Little sleazy Miguel is like, wait, 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 wait. I invite you to a shitty restaurant. And then when they get to the shitty restaurant, Vega's goons beat up the characters like, listen, motherfuckers, you better stay away from Barachi. And they're like, who the fuck is Barachi? And the goons are like, remember that kidnapping that you witnessed earlier? That guy, you know, Barachi. And the Street Fighters are like, oh, right, 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 that guy. Anyway, why are you beating me up? And the goons are like, stay away from Barachi. So then, assuming that Shadaloo does its job and knocks the player characters unconscious, they're just all splayed out in this restaurant. It's about 3.30, 4 o'clock a.m. by now. They've been warned to stay away from Barachi just in case, even though they didn't really give a fuck in the first place. And now they've been soundly beaten, and they're lying helpless on the floor in Vega's arena. T-12 hours to Barachi's arrival on the impregnable island nation of Mriganka. These Spanish ninja really have to hustle to fuck up this plan, and they do. We're going to see later that if the goons drive the Street Fighters to Santa Toro, they barely get there in time to overlap with Barachi's departure. So, like, not only are these Spanish ninja tying up the defeated Street Fighters and driving them directly to where Barachi is kept, but they have to hurry. Like, they can't stop for a snack with the Street Fighters tied up in the back of the van. If they need gas, they got to hurry. They might have to run some red lights because if they don't haul ass, if they're delayed by even 30 minutes, Barachi will already be gone by the time the Street Fighters get there, and they'll have no chance to rescue him. I mean, you thought this scenario was unforgiving for the player characters, right? If they think to talk to the police, they get locked in an interrogation room for 12 hours and the scenario becomes unwinnable, but at least they get a warning from their manager. These Spanish ninja, if they so much as take the wrong exit, they're going to fuck up this whole scenario. Literally, all they have to do to irrevocably defeat the player characters is, like, drive around the block for 20 or 30 minutes. So is the secret of Shadaloo here... Uh, the extreme incompetence of these Shadaloo goons 
in delivering the player characters in a timely fashion to exactly where they need to be to rescue the diplomat. On the contrary, these goons are doing exactly as they were told. Anyway, whether these extremely punctual ninja goons drive the player characters to Santa Toro, or the player characters have the misfortune of winning this fight and have to drive to Santa Toro themselves, they're going to fucking Santa Toro. So join me next time as we revisit a cold case secret from Shadaloo's past on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>